going on guys i am your host i go by the name of rs plaza and today we have a super special guest in the building <laughs> like he's already laughing because i called him a special guest but today i have my grandfather um on the podcast and and before i guess i introduce himself i'll kind of give a little backstory um you know my grandfather i would say he's like the man of mans and we have a joke he's like i'm a real man um and he was just always that figure in our life that just kind of you know was that role model for us and one of the things over the years that became special with, with him and i is having a glass of a cup of coffee coming to the backyard you know just talking whether it's disagreeing on politics whether it's talking about some nonsense or him randomly hearing my podcast and telling me something joking around it's just something that we started to do just sit in the backyard so I convinced him if you know my grandpa he doesn't really like these type of things but I convinced him I said hey give me 15 20 minutes of your time I want to sit down in the backyard over a cup of coffee and just have a little conversation and we have nephews nieces sisters all in the house so if somebody ends up coming out and get we'll get them on the mic too or if you hear some noise we're just in the backyard so anyways thank you guys for being here with me Grandpa Joe, how are you doing today, Grandpa? I'm doing well. I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. So, you, um, your name is Jose Ortiz, right? That's right. Jose Ortiz. So, Jose Ortiz and for this sake, Grandpa. So, Grandpa, where Ortiz comes from your your dad, of course, right? Yeah, it comes from my dad and, and my dad came from Spain. So, it's, it's, I got a Spaniard background. That's crazy because, you know, I, my, my dad told me that that Plaza comes from like a Spain lineage, too. Did you, did you, where were you born? I was born in Puerto Rico. What part? Ponce. Ponce, Puerto Rico. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm from Sajemán. We're rivals in basketball. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, 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 I realized that a little bit. So where, did you grow up? So our, our, my, his parents, my great parents, we called them Mamita and Papito. Did you grow, did you, um, when you, so you lived in Puerto Rico with them? I was born there, but I was born there till I was about five years old. And then they brought me down here. And I was raised here in the, in the States all my life. When you say here in the States, that's New York? That's the first place? Yeah, New York. New York, New York right? <laughs> yeah. What part, of, what part of New York? I lived in Manhattan. I lived in the Bronx. I lived in Queens, and I lived in Brooklyn. And what what years were those? Is that uh, from? I think we came here in 1947, 1946 to 47. We came here, so it's been over 900 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, so growing up back then, like, what would you say, you know, is like the biggest difference that you see community-wise growing up back then till now? Well, community-wise. People used to get along together. You didn't know them, but it, it, after a while, you got to know everybody in the community because it was a small community at the beginning. Now you don't know who's who anymore. Now, now when you say that, like Titans community, you know, just being naive, right? And just, you know, my perception of back then through movies and TV, you know, you would hear about the Italians and the blacks and, and you know, the 40s, you still, I feel like you, in the 50s, you still had like segregation. Is that something that you've seen back then? Like, Oh, definitely. I saw that. Uh, we still have it today. But then, years ago, uh, if you were a stranger, 
you, that was a no a no good thing because the strangers were like invading their 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 town or or, the, or their space. So you used to have rivals between the Spanish, the Italians mostly you know, at that time. You know, at that time uh, we came in last, and the Italians had come here previously. So, so were the Italians here first? They were here first, yeah. Okay, so they already set up shop by the time yeah. the Puerto Ricans came into town. Right. So, but before the Italians came, before, uh, after, before the Irish came, the Irish, the Irish came here first. And then slowly the Italians came in here, the Puerto Ricans came after them. Just like in modern times, the, 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 what do you call them? Uh, Santo Domingo. The Dominicans, Dominicans came, Dominicans. In, came in. So every every generation or every year, every so often, somebody else would come in. You know. Yeah, yeah and, and and that's interesting. So, would because like you know you kind of now where do and I always thought about this right? You know, because Puerto Ricans, you know, they're like like you're not black, right? But back in the day, were we treated just like we were black, or? In a way, yes, but it wasn't with the black that we had a problem. It was with the Irish oh, and yeah? the Italians, really, you know. Why is that? Because the blacks were like us. We were the last ones, you know. Okay. So, they were, so we, we, we were one of a kind. We were one in the same then. Yeah, at that time, yeah. yeah. And then, we, we, we know... So, so the, the Italians and, and how, how? Why do you think the Italians always had a, such a tight grip on, like, especially New York City, right? You hear about the mob error and all of this. Was it just that they were here first, or like so it, it wasn't? It wasn't that they were here first, but everybody has a, a, a point of living where they lived and they know what they need and and they know how to go about it. The Italian. The Italians had the mafia to back them up. Okay. You know, they lived in that area where... So they had to do... In order to survive, they did what the mafia taught them or had, you know, they yeah, knew... That was, that was the playbook to make money. That yeah, was the playbook that was, to know, make a so, living. But I had nothing bad against any of them. I <laughs> had French Italians. I had black friends. I have Irish friends. I never went through a lot of these problems that some modern people are going through like prejudice i never went to a prejudice thing yeah and, and i agree because you know like like i said it like i alluded to in the beginning you know a lot of our principles and how we live as a family come based off of you and grandma and i i never like we never really seen you guys with racism because shoot we got our, our we got cousins and and and, and sisters that are that are black tone even that's, though they're yeah, that's why I, I i that never bothered me because we have blacks in our family you know you have a son that's dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not black, black, but he's, he's, he's dark. Yeah, if you look at him from the distance, you won't, you know, yeah, you, you, you know, just can put and, him. And the way modern times is, he's got bald head, yeah. shaved down. So if you look at it, he think he's a black hood. Yeah, you know? yeah. But, you know, it's, that's, again, that's perception. Yeah, right? that's only perception. So now I want to take a step back. What could you tell us? What was your dad's name? Manuel. Manuel Ortiz? Manuel. What was your mom's name? Carmen. Or, uh, well, I guess it became Ortiz, right? Yeah, yeah. Common Roman was her name. And what could you tell her? Like, how was he as a father? Like the, the best. Yeah, like when you say the best, like what would you, what would that constitute? Like, 
Like, give me an example, like, you know, share a memory or how did you? We always had food on the table. He always worked. He was never a day that he didn't work. Even though he had to go from town to town in the business, he used to be a haberdasher. What is for for us new generation folks? What is a haberdasher? Tell me, I never heard you tell me that one. Well, he used to deal with with materials, making dresses, making pants, and and haberdasher is a person that makes things out of out of material that you know uh, uh, cloth. So he would go from town to town. Yeah, kind of he making. would sell. He would sell material to, to the people. You know. And, and how about um, how about Mamita? What did she What did she do? Or she just take she, care? Of- she she had her own ways of making money. She used to sew. She used to sew a lot. And uh, back then, would the would the woman mostly stay home? Yeah, because right, you're thinking about a different times back then, right? Yeah, back then, the women used to be, uh, you know, they used to take care of the kids and 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 cook and and take care of the house and all that. The men used to go out and do the work. He used to go time. hunt. Yeah. So, so you know, you look at now in today's day and age, and we have the kids on the computers and little Gabriel running around, and he has his little iPad. I don't know what the world is coming to now with all this. Uh, you take the computer away from them; they don't know what to do, right? So, so, so I say that to say, what would, but you know, what was something that your dad would do with you for fun or to entertain? Like, what was your entertainment back then as a kid? Do you, you remember growing up? Like, well, he 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 used to entertain me in a different way. He used to t- entertain me by showing me how he was a good cook. Oh yeah, he was a good cook, and he taught me how to do a lot of things, and and make like coconut juice and coconut oil and all. So that. something in the house could be maybe just a Saturday afternoon yeah, making a yeah, recipe. No, and, yeah, yeah, it's nothing like uh, there was no fun and games at that time. You know, we didn't have baseball games and and all that. Uh, we entertain. They entertained us. Pretty good, you know. We all had our way of doing things, you know. Even though there were five of us, there was five of you guys, uh, boys, girls. What? There was, there was only one girl, four boys. Oh wow! And so, uh, but uh, so it's it's Hector, you, uh, Hector, Joe, Ol- Wil- Olga. Ol- I, I knew that one was last. So Olga, uh, Wilford. It was Robert and then Wilfred. Wilfred, that's the yeah. four. So, yeah. um, were, were you guys close in age? In age? Yeah, like you and your brothers. I think my brother had two years over me, two two or three years over me, and I think everybody else following the same thing. Two or three so, years after. So, you, so you're the second oldest. I'm the second oldest. Who's the oldest? Hector. Oh, so he is the oldest. Yeah. That's crazy. So, what, what when you guys were growing up? What part of New, like, say, when you were a teenager, what part of New York did you live in at that time? We used to live in the Bronx as a teenager, like the South Side Bronx, or uh, it was Central Bronx, not the South Side, but Central. And uh, I had the best times of my life in in that in that time at that era uh, in the Bronx, you know. 
We had uh, stickball games in the street. He used to play hide and seek. None of this computer yeah. nonsense. Right. Back to basics, to, man. Yeah. Back to basics. Yeah. Uh, what do you call them? Uh, anyway, this you, computer games the that they have now. Playstations and the Xbox. Yeah, PlayStation. You don't have none of that. You had. You had. We come from hard knock school. All right. <sighs> and it's true, and that's why I say like there's such a difference from then till now how we're raised, how we're influenced. Oh yeah. You know, like. I think, you know, something that you said is like hard work. You know, I think that's something that we've seen you do, right? Like you were always working, fixing something. You're like Superman. Like you can fix I, anything. I was never laid off a job. I always had a job since I was 15. I always had a job. What type of jobs did you do early on? You remember your first job? My first job was a nurse show at a movie. For real? <laughs> yeah, uh, how, how were the movies back then? Wow. The movies back then you used to see three movies. Used to see two or three cartoons. Used to see the news. All at the movie theater. At the, yeah, you go in and you pay your 10 cents or eight. That sounds like an all-day activity. It, it, it was about three or four hours you were in there. <laughs> and uh, used to have three, three movies, the news, the coming attraction, for the next week till you come back, you know. <laughs> and it was all for 75 cents, 50 cents, you know. Wow. Now you pay nine, $10 to see one movie and then they throw, throw you out. So who was the, like, you know how we have like our Will Smiths and our Denzel Washingtons of, of like our errors, right? Who was, who was like the big movie star back then? Do you remember? Back then it, it was uh, Rock Hudson. Tyrone Power. Uh, on the cowboy side was Roy Rogers and Gene Autry. Okay. And it, it was a lot of cowboy movies and stars and TV shows, early TVs. Do, do you remember who your favorite like singer was at the time, like growing up? Who, who was like the idol? Well, going back, uh, there were so many. Uh, uh, at that time, uh, let me see if I remember most of the Patty Page, Dallas Day were the were the big stars at that time, and the big singers and all that. Uh, but but by that time, is there jazz and stuff, or like what type of jazz has always been around, even before jazz isn't going back into the twenties. Jazz has always been around. Jazz. And to me, going into music, I, I like jazz, I like music, I like all type of music, from from the mambo jumbos that we got now, the the hip hop we have now, <laughs> and to, to to the early rock and roll and, and, and blues. I I liked them all. I, I was never into one particular genre of music. Yeah. Um all right, now let's take back how old were you, were you when you met um grandma? When I met Grandma, I was about 18 years old. Do you remember where? Like, did you guys live in the same town? Like, what was it? We lived in, we lived in the Bronx, the same same town, but uh, different places, you know. Like neighborhoods, kind of? Different neighborhood, yeah. All right. And, and so, like, like how, do you, how do you even, like, talk to a girl back then? Like, how do you remember how you approached, like, how you met her? 
Well, how I met my wife was just another story because at first I didn't like her. <laughs> Why not? Why not? <laughs> no, at first I didn't like her because, uh, <laughs> for no reason. I just yeah, didn't, yeah, it was, she didn't fit your style at the she time. She didn't fit my style. And, but we have friends. I had three friends. We always hang around together. You know, Three one, guy friends? Three guy friends. You know, we used to hang around together. And whenever one met up with a girl, we we not share them, we just share their company. Yeah. So we used to go out, you know. So they one of the guys met a, a girl that had a friend. See? So he, he hooked up with the girl, but the friend was left out. So I... <laughs> That's the girl I married. <laughs> the girl that was left out. Yeah, but but it wasn't a bad thing. It was yeah, yeah. just a, you know two makes. Yeah, so 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 you guys are going out. Sonia's there. Sonia's my grandmother, so she's there. And so you guys, you guys now, you guys all four go out, right? Is that how it went? Like you guys all four hung out that yes, day? Yes. Sometimes it was three, three pairs, three three, three different couples, and then yeah. you guys go out. So then, like, how does it go from, like, all right, you guys go out that first date to, like, all right, we're dating and then married. Like, how fast did you get married? Um, I got married at 21. But you met her at 18? I met her at 18, and we went through, you know, going out. We used to go all over. Uh, and, and then we finally... We finally got married at that time. Do you, you know, we see, like, we see these proposals, you know, like... The whole thing, like, did you actually do that? Did you give out the ring and one knee? Do you remember that? No, I never did. It was just since we were going out so, so much, a, a while, so much, it became normal. I didn't have to ask. So, yeah, you know, it's so something it's, you see on TV now. You know, and that's what I'm saying. Like now, they you know they glamorize the whole yeah, they glamorize. thing. You gotta have the big ring. So, but did you guys even do that back then? Like they like it's like you exchange rings and stuff. I bought a ring, yeah, yeah, but it wasn't like, uh, here's the ring, I want you to marry me and all that. It wasn't like that. Yeah. Now, did you guys, but you guys went like legally, right? And and eventually went and got the paperwork done. Yeah, we had that. a, as a matter of fact, to make the, I, I don't, people don't, don't realize the truth about everything. Everybody lies sometimes or another. But my mother had a sign for me. Why is that? To get married. Why is that? Because I was underage at that time. The 21 was still underage? Well, I yeah. got married at 21, but before it was a big process, you had to go to court, you had to go get blood tests, you had to go all kinds of nonsense before you could get married. Oh, okay. And, and, and to get licensed, you had to be, if you weren't over 21, you had to be... Uh, sign like permission. Sign. So then does that mean that she had to get permission too? Yeah. Who gave her permission? Her dad? I think her sisters did. <laughs> her dad was no way around. No. So they, they probably forged some signatures yeah. or something. That's crazy. It's crazy to go back and think. Um, but let me tell you, going back into things were better than they are now. I bet. It's pure, uh, right? It was pure and innocent. Now is every, everything is make-believe and, and pushed upon the young kids today. You know. Yeah, I, I I agree. It's like we're almost living now in this fantasy world, right? Like with social media and you call you call Facebook um, spacewalk, spacewalk, spacewalk. Yeah, but like, like you know, because people are only showing you like the good things, 
right? You know, they're only showing you, you know, it's like a highlight reel, right? So whatever I post on my Facebook, it's like I'm only showing you the best of the best, right? Because it's what I'm allowing, like allowing you to see. But like, you know, we were kind of talking about this off air before is like, you know, sometimes you need those hardships. Sometimes you need challenges. Yeah, but you're going in a different direction because people today, they make believe a lot of things. Uh, I always go, I always give this analogy. If you want to fly like an eagle, don't hang around with vultures. All right, the same thing like I was telling you before. If you see a rock on the road there and you trip on it and you hurt your toe, you you think you're gonna gonna hit it again? Nope. Because mm. you know better. Yeah. You know, and that's um, that's my uh, my theory in life is always you gotta go through the through the bad times to see the good times. Mm. So, Grandpa, my podcast I like to talk about mindset, right? Like I feel like. Like a lot of what we do, it, it, it determines the outcome is determined on, on how you look at it, right? So, for example, you know, having a bad day, I could let that bad day ruin me and ruin everything that I have. Or I could say, okay, well, this might happen for a reason and X, Y, and Z, and I learned this. So, I'm just going to keep going and be positive. What would you say has been your mindset in life to like just keep going? You know, you've been through so many stuff, moving and challenges. What mindset have you kept? Because I've never really seen you, like, truly angered or truly frustrated. You know, we all have our moments. But what was, like, your mindset on life to just keep you going through it? My mindset was never to bother anybody that didn't want to be bothered and and and, 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 and never intercept or, or intrude upon somebody else's thoughts. You know, I think everybody should think for themselves and not be pushed upon by somebody else to think for you. Yeah, that's you know? good. That's good. And, uh, and that's, I always, I, I didn't cross the road because my thing was never to cross the road when there was danger. If I saw danger, I went around the road. I went around someplace. I never went into big, because danger seems to follow you wherever you go. That's good. And if you go wherever the danger is, you're gonna be in danger all the time. Yeah. You know? So, it's, so, so you, I feel like you have this knack for minding your business. I do. I, <laughs> I mind my business. I don't care what you do. You know, the only thing is, you could do whatever you want as long as you intrude. You don't intrude in me. Right, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, as long as it doesn't affect you. you know, if it doesn't affect me, I don't care. Do what you have to do. Like uh, drugs. Drugs is not something new. Drugs has been around forever. Even in my teenage years, there was drugs. Yeah. But I never pursued the drugs. I never, it was never my thing to follow where the drug was or everything. Like I have friends that they used to steal but that was their thing, you know. They get caught. That was their problem. You know, I didn't. I didn't want to be included in none of this. So, I. I was never. In, I was never in court. I was never in a precinct. I was never arrested. You know, because you. You gotta look at life like you. you if there's danger, don't go in it. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um. You know, I think one thing about you, 
that I've always seen is like you've had this very like simple approach on life, right? And I think sometimes, and even myself included, I think at times like, you know, I could overcomplicate things, right? In society now, we just tend to overcomplicate, overthink, overprocess things. What has kept you for just being like, you're a simple man, like, you know, give my man some coffee, give my man, you know, like, you're That's just a, right. right? You give like, me coffee and you get me a chair and I, I'm happy. Well, why, but why, how do you think you got to that space of just being, you know, like you, you always had your house, your pool, your stuff that you wanted. But it was also like that was fine with you. Right. Like you didn't have this. You didn't need the fancy this or the that or the shiny. So where do you think that simplicity comes well, from? I think I mentioned before about my father. My father was a simple person, and, and we had our simple life. And he was never, he never drank. You know, he smoked cigars for a while until it caused him a hardship. So and he was always a worker, and I, that's the way I follow life, you know. Yeah. So that was your, you know, you, that's what you've seen in yeah. theory, right, growing like, up. Like my father was like a school, like, like a school book to me. I learned from my father. I learned what life is through my father. He was like my guidance teacher. He was, you know, so. Do you do you remember of any like his like famous quotes, like things that he would teach, like he always kind of harped on? Did he have any of those things that he would probably always tell you? No, but it's, uh, it's been ninety nine years, yeah. so I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> any favorite quotes? It's funny. One of my questions, I do this thing at the end sometimes where I ask like these rapid questions, and I have like sentences, and you have to finish them. And one of them is, my mother always told me. Do you remember anything, you know? Oh, my mother always told me there'd be days like this. <laughs> and we've had our share of days like this now. And I remember when my mother used to tell me that. That's good. That's good. Yeah. And what, what was her example? Did she ever give you an example? Like, Well, we, we, you know, as boys, we always created a little problem or a little havoc and, and, and always gave her... Something to yell at us for, you know. <laughs> yeah. So he said, "Don't worry, don't worry. You're gonna find out <laughs> later on." And sure enough, you know, later on, I got married and had kids, and I found out what she was talking about. Who was the strict one? My mother. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Papito was the laid no, back one. Papito was the laid back one, and that's why I admire him so much. He never beat us. He never. He never swung a belt at me or or the other ones. My mother did. Yeah, <laughs> My a, mother did. She, she used to grab the first thing she saw, a broomstick, a, 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 a cable, a light cable, or whatever. Which was the worst one? Which was which was the beating that you dreaded the most? Was it like you know the switch? Was it the the cord? It was a cord. She would grab an electrical cord from somewhere <laughs> and she used to smack us and never hit us above the legs. You know, it's not my, my sound stupid, but they were careful in not doing the wrong thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They wanted that, to discipline you. But. Yeah, but, and that's why I admire about them because they never, they never intended to hurt us. They just showed us that, you know. There's a consequence. There's yeah. a cause and an effect. Um, so we'll just kind of go with these questions real quick since we we answered that one. The other one was, when I was younger, I loved. I loved to fiddle with all kinds of things, radios. So uh, that was something that started young for you? 
Yeah, I started young. I used to take things apart. For real? Take a clock apart and, that, and wouldn't be able to put it back together. <laughs> <laughs> but I used to, it used to intrigue me. The moving parts of a clock. People don't realize, you know, they say computer, oh, it's a computer. But they don't know that a computer works a certain way. Yeah. And back then it was the, the radio. Uh, radios, I learned to fool around with them because and, and, it, it was simpler. It's not sophisticated like mm -hmm. it is now. So you would take it apart, put I it back to, together? That wasn't my thing. I used to take things apart and find out how they work. Yeah. Uh, locks. They don't have locks like this before. They should have the big locks with a big key. Oh, see, so, so yeah, I know exactly you know, what you're talking the, about. The old yeah. time key, there's a key. So you would take those locks apart? I would take out. them locks apart to find out how they work. You know? <laughs> That's funny. So what What was your first, um, oh, my, my, your first car? Do you remember your first car? My first car that I owned, and that was my mother. I had a 1949 Plymouth uh, Belvedere. Dang. A Plymouth. Do you remember what color it was? It was like blue. Nice. It was a, a green. It was green. It was a green. For 49, you know that was 99 years ago. Yeah, so. yeah. When, uh, um, where, where, um, how old were you at that time when you got your first car? You remember? I was 20. 19 or, or 18. I just turned 18 when I got my license. You see, you already met grandma by then? Yeah, I had known her, but I, you know, and then I think my mother bought the car for me so we could do the shopping and all this here. Uh, and, and we never got to do shopping. I used to take <laughs> Sonia out all go. the time go go you know parties i went to the beach or somewhere okay. what so. were the hangouts back then like it was if you wanted to take grandma to go hang out what would you guys do there was a lot of places you could go out there yeah, and, and at that time since we were younger and the couples we used to hang and they used to like to dance they used to have social clubs or small clubs dance halls like and we used to go there is there like liquor and stuff back in those days? Oh, well, we were never into liquor. There was liquor, you know. Always. Yeah, but, uh, if you wanted to well, find danger, you could find danger. Let me tell you something about what about liquor. When I met your, uh, when I met Sonia, those three guys again, we were always together. You know? Remember their names? Tony and Louis. Okay. What's the name? All right. So. Uh, Louis met this girl. He said, "Joe, you gotta go with us. You gotta go with us. There's three girls and 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 and, and, and there's only two guys, you know. So you gotta go with us." And I told her, "No, I don't want to go, you know." And so anyway, we used to go out. They used to. One of them used to drink a lot. He used to drink. So there's a place out in 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 in, in the Bronx in the Bronx of New York called City Island. Okay. And City Island was a place you could drink and eat seafood and all that, you know. So we went out to City Island and, and, and the guys, the two guys I was with, they went out and bought a, a I still remember, it's Mr. Boston. 
It was li- liquor, bit whiskey. Okay. <laughs> so we started hitting the bottle, you know, shots like mm-hmm. this, and then we had beer and all that. And then one of them says, we, we got to go to City Island and eat some clams, see? So by the time we got to City Island, I was drunk. <laughs> so I, I, uh, I told them, you got to take me home. I can't. I, you know, I can't do you're no dead, more. I said, no, but you got to go. I met these girls, you know. So I said, no, I can't go. I can't go. Just take me, drop me off somewhere. I didn't want to go home like that. Yes. So they dropped me off. So we'll pick you up in a little while. Uh, seemed like hours and days before they picked <laughs> me up. Well, they finally picked me up. And now by that time, I was all right. And we went to see the girls. And they had two girls, there was three of them, you know, and one I didn't kind of accept it, you know. But anyway, after that, we kept going out together everywhere, and, and all the time this girl was there, it was her, yeah. you know. <laughs> so, and, and, and then it just happened that uh, the, the, other, the, other, the other two guys, they, I don't know, somehow they, they got away from the girls, but I stay with, with this one. Um, and that's interesting, right? Because, you know, now, so um, how, how long have you been and grandma have been married? Damn, 62 years. Wow, and, and, and I wanna say that before I ask this question, you know, nowadays you see divorces that, you know, like literally right now, it's I think it's like a 50%, right? Like rate of divorces. Why do you think that you guys were able to last so long? Granted, it's a different error. What would you attribute, you know, you la- like, you know, 62 years, like? Uh, I don't know. One <laughs> other thing maybe is because I did what she said. <laughs> it, was no, always- I, uh, it was really never big disagreements or arguments. So if she wanted to do this, she said, okay, let's do it, you know. And uh, she has always been my right-hand person Whatever she planned it, I worked for it, and we did it, you know. So, uh, life is so much different these days. Today, you ask a question about what, and today is too fast, and everybody wants something. Everybody's looking to outdo the other one. The the couples, they wanna do each other, outdo each other, and, and it doesn't work like that. You have to give in. Take and give in, you know, it's a give and take thing. You've never been a prideful, like one thing I'm noticing about myself, um, you know, and especially this last year, I really had time to just, you know, really just ask myself certain questions, right? Like, you know, why do you do this? Or why do you like this? And why are you crazy? And why are you the funny guy? Like, and I, I could answer you all of these reasons why now, right? But one thing that I noticed is, you know, especially early on, just wanting to change my environment, I reached for success fast, right? And I was able to buy my first house at 24 and do certain things. But I also noticed that with that came pride, right? Like there was a certain pride and ego that I walked around with, right? There's a certain machismo where now I could say it's like, that's toned down. Like I'm living in a whole different light and and all of that and I'm kind of seeing it. But one thing about you is I've never seen you as like a prideful man, right? I've never seen you as an egotistic man. So where, where do you attribute that to? Like, you know, like uh, for a lot of guys, you know, checking, you know, checking the ego and pride at the front door is difficult. But 
that I don't think that's been an issue for you. Why is that? Because I never looked for success. I was able to satisfy myself with what I had that's and good. what I that's could good. get. You know, I never went beyond reaching. Sometimes when you overreach, it doesn't work out, you know. And and then the other thing is that people, people today look for people to do their thinking for themselves, for them. Mm, that's good. You that's know, good. Uh, uh, it's like advertising. They advertise something because it's not for your convenience, it's for their convenience to make money. And and life is like that. Your people look at you to do things. It's not for you, it's for them. Yeah, that's good. So I, I was never somebody to listen to people on their opinion because sometimes opinions are only... <laughs> Just that, opinions. Yeah, it's an opinion. Yeah. You know? it's, it's not a fact. You know? So... Uh, I lived my life like that. I, I I went by myself. I never had too many friends. Cause that's another problem that you got. Uh, too many friends, like too many cooks spoil the broth. Yeah, they yeah, say. yeah. Too many Indians. Not enough chief. Not yeah, enough yeah. chief, you know. Yeah. So I always, I always did things that I do, I could do. You know, I never outreached to to do things just to show off. To people, uh, I never did show off. I didn't like to show off. Yeah, I know that's one of your biggest pet peeves now. You know, the, even, the, even now, this here is not. Yeah, it's not your style. It's I know, not and I had, my style. Yeah, it's not his style. He's super reserved. You know, he's he's low key, and and you know, I didn't think he was gonna do it until he finally agreed to do it. I've been we have been playing around with this idea for a while, yeah, but, but to me, it was important because. Not I only did it because of you, and 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 I know that you like this stuff, but uh, but it's not something that I would do. Yeah, it's really like, with anybody. And, and, and but but I also felt like this is organic for us, right? Like we've always had these. Yeah, we had it without having this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you know, we've yeah. always had it without the microphone. That's why I was, you know, I didn't want to talk too much before because we we were about to start one of our conversations. <laughs> so I was kind of leaning back. <laughs> Because that was something that has became normal for us. And that's why I felt like it was important because, you know, we kind of get back here. And I know that I'm, I'm not always here, but I do make it a point when no, I am no, here. I think you're one of the ones that that, that make it a point to to see me because my, my beef in life today is that I don't have enough, enough people looking out after us. But it seems like when you get older, people forget you. Yeah. You know, and I could see you got your other things to do in life. You know, you can't just look at yourself. You gotta look at other people. They got a, their own way of things, and they can't always be with you. So I, I know that. Yeah. You know, but uh, in today's modern world, where you got TV, you got you got cell phones, you got all kinds of nonsense. million distractions, yeah, face track, uh, yeah, space, face track, all walk. kinds of nonsense. Yeah, that at least you could. You know, give your grandparents a call. Yeah, you know, that. I agree. And I, and I was telling Ashley, you know, something that you know we could all do better at. You know, and, and then you know, even now you look at life, and you know, I was telling somebody the other days, like I'm looking at things differently, right? Like what was important to me maybe two years ago, a year ago, isn't as important to me now. You know, like before I wouldn't even take the holidays off. Like Ashley first came, and I took three days off. Like. My job the other day took me, pulled me to the side and said, hey, you got so many days you need to take off. <laughs> yeah. You know, you need to take off. But my mind, 
you know, it's just it's just go, go, go. So it's always been dope when, you know, we enjoy our cup of coffee. Sometimes before I leave, I, I'll pour up a cup of coffee. I'll talk to you. And so I thought that this would just be dope. And it's something that, you know, I could always go back and listen to. And that's the cool thing about these type of things. That it lives forever. Right. It's like a picture now, yeah. like the modern day picture. You know, this is something I can have on a drive forever and always be able yeah, to go it's back. It's library. Yeah, exactly. And, and listen to it. So what advice would you have? And we're getting close to wrapping up. What advice would you have for your younger you or the generation or even like me? You know, me growing up and me, you know, my next phase in life is to settle down and build a family and, and, and continue to grow. What advice would you have? Uh, my, my, I like to answer that in this way. Whenever kids graduate from high school or from college, there always seems to be some high authority there that says, uh, uh, do what you want to do. Don't let nobody stop you. You know, you are what you are. Do what you have to do, and, and you'll always achieve it. Yeah. But to me, that has never been my goal or my thing because you, you can always achieve what you want. You know, you can always, you know, cause there's some people that are born to do what, they have, what they're doing. Facts. Some people are not born, and the college is not gonna show you how to do things that you don't wanna do. Yeah. Some people go to college today, and when they graduate, they don't, can't even find a job. Yeah. You know, so uh, some advices that they give you in college or in high school when you graduate, I don't always go by them because you are not what you are. You, you, are, you are what you what somebody made you to be. Yeah. You know you what you say you are, you are who you are. Like you used to, you used to say you're not who you want to be, you are who you are. Yeah, you are who you are. You yeah. know, you, you know, my thing is, like, for me, is, like, one of my epiphanies. It's, like, if I operate in my gifts, there will always be room for me, right? And I feel like this is one of my gifts. Like, this is just natural, right? And this is something that, but I, I, I agree, getting to your point, is, like, there's certain things that I may want to do, but it's not for me, right? Well, that's what I'm getting at. You know, they tell you you, you could be what you want to be, but it's not right. You are what you're going to be. Yeah. So how do you understand who you are then? That's another myth. You don't understand who you are. You understand what life is all about. You, you, you look at life. Life is your book. Look at life, you know. If you see a cop on the corner and he's got a gun pointing at you, walk away, go the other way. Don't go over there just to instigate a problem. Yeah. You yeah. know, so uh, again, you, 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 you are born to be what what you're gonna be, yeah. you know. It's not something you, you could go to school all your life and go to college and go to whatever, universities. If you're not gonna be a doctor, you're not gonna be a doctor. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's like that Spanish saying, lo que, lo que es para ti, es para ti. Yeah. You know? But uh, society today is that they want you to be what they want you to be, you know. And it's not, I don't, I don't think that's, that's always right. You are what you're gonna be. You know? That's it. So one of the last things, now I see you on YouTube, and it's funny sometimes to catch you. I come into the computer, and, and I see you on YouTube, and you have your laptop, <laughs> and, and you're watching your tea. What, what do you feel like, you know, from 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 your, from your growing up 
to now like how have you been able to or your phone like it's funny because i laughed i didn't make the comment when we were all together but christmas eve um you know i seen you with your phone out and you're making your videos and it made me think of back when i was you know younger you'd have your video camera your camcorder yeah and you always the videos right what was that important for you like with the videos why you always because you know people forget things and and from time to time you do things that you talk about it 10 20 30 years later and nobody believes you but if you have it on video and you could always follow it up and you could say well but look this is so important you you went through this already yeah, you know the memory it's a memory you're going through so my thing at that time, but everybody used to laugh at me when I used to record my my videos. Yeah. And, ah, oh, look, he's got, everywhere he goes, he's carrying a, a camera. <laughs> and back then, there were cameras big as a, as a house. The, the, <laughs> the video cameras were big, you know. But I used to, and, 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 and it's memories. I like memories. Memories is a good thing that you could recall back then, you know. So look at the kids today. They, you know, all they do is look at uh, uh, Housewives of Notre Dame. And, and, <laughs> and, NBA wise. Yeah, all that. You That's the NBA wise hoes the other day. But it, you, <laughs> if you show them a picture of how they were younger, yeah. you know, oh, look at me. Look how I look, you know. Yeah, that's, that's, that's so, so true. videos is good. You've and adapted to technology, I feel, though. Like, you've you you've accepted, you know, I think, you know, your age, there's certain people, right? They, they denounce the technology or, you know, they adapt to it. And I feel like you've I, adapted I, to it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I adapted to some technology. Uh, video, you you, like the, you you like, YouTube is good because it's more a learning thing. You yeah. know, you look at how to, how to do this, do that. It's not... Uh, what's that? What's that other one that 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 you gossip a lot? Oh, Facebook, Fa Fa Facebook. FaceTime or FaceTime or Facebook. Facebook, FaceTime yeah. is what you do at Gabriel when you video. Yeah, they do. Video. All today, FaceTime is gossip. That's gossip. You know, it's not learning. You don't learn nothing by that. Right. But if you look at YouTube and they show you even some of those, I think we would talk about mm -hmm. it. Some of the spools that are on YouTube don't you even they, know what they're talking about. Yeah. You know? But I look at them all, and I gather all the information from all of them, and then I do it my way. Yeah, you know? and you, you, you do, your old school way. So technology is good if you know how to use it. If you're gonna use technology to gossip, then it ain't worth it. No good. All right, Grandpa, let's close up. Let's give them what, your last bit of advice. I know one of my favorite ones from you, but you got to leave them with like one of your famous quotes, like you know your last piece of advice, a famous saying something we got to leave them with something well uh, i always go with this one i think i said it before if you if you want to fly like an eagle don't hang, hang around you know, with, with vultures yeah with vultures is what with you say vultures, vultures. You know. and it's funny because that's the one that i was saying so grandpa's favorite line and he's been telling me this for years it's if you want to fly if you want to soar like this is the exact way to say it if you want to soar like an eagle don't fly don't hang with vultures and I think that's the perfect way to close it. We're going into 2020. This will air before 2020. And, you know, it's funny that you say that because I put a post and a lot of people like commented on it and, and put it. And I basically said, if you want different, you have to move different. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, and that goes back to saying like with that, like if you want different, if you want what Eagles want, 
you can't spend time with the vultures. No, you, there's no time for that because what well, this is something that you've taught me too. You always would say if you hang out with vultures. There's another. There's another Spanish saying that says, "Tell me who you hang with, and I." tell you who you are exactly and the one that i was going to say to that yes. was something you would say is if you hang around four vultures you'll become the fifth yeah you'll become the fifth right yeah. and, and that's something these are stuff that you would always you would always tell me so i think they're so true as we go into 2020 you know and i wanted just to you know go back from that his generation to our generation and and, and fill in some gaps in between but you know you you gotta move different we gotta we gotta think different we gotta you know even even you know times are growing up you gotta spend a little bit more time with the family you gotta you know if you want certain things you gotta move around certain things too and i think that's something i'm analyzing so as we finish this podcast that's something i'll definitely go on a little rampage on is you gotta do that we we gotta switch it up you know we gotta change it up if you want different and i think we also have the ability to kind of organize that in our head and say okay this is what i want and then start to position yourself to be around those things to achieve a higher probability of making that happen so like grandpa would say if you want to fly like an eagle don't hang out with vultures grandpa i appreciate this um you're taking your time out uh, like i said i didn't know i started to set it up i put down the bag and he says Oh, that shit. <laughs> so I didn't know. I didn't know. I felt them out. I felt them out. And I said, listen, Grandpa, you got to give me 15 minutes of your time. We got to talk. And actually, I think we went for like almost 30, 40 minutes. Um, and you no, didn't even realize you, it. You, you're an exception with with the people because you you know what you want and you know how to how to go about it. And you're, there's, no, there's no nonsense about it. You do it the right way. People... They, they wanted me to see that, and they, they would they would create a problem and forcing me to do it. You never forced me to do it. You asked me, and if I had agreed, you would have taken it. If I didn't agree, yeah, you, I would have like, not, right. you would have worked out. Know. I would have sat here and did it. So, no, I, I appreciate it. And this came out exactly how I wanted to in my head. I uh, hope so. Yeah, no, no, you actually articulated yourself very well. Um, you said you spoke very I hope. You put on a little radio. You actually surprised me. You put on a little radio voice for me. You got it. You got into it, and and and, 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 and you spoke very clear, and and, and, no. and and you didn't overthink it. You know, I think sometimes people get on here, they start to overthink their questions and their this and their that, and um, you just flowed with it. It was way better than I could have ever thought. So thank you, and guys, make sure if you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe if you're a new listener. If you haven't already gave us five stars, make sure you scroll down to the bottom of the page. Give us five stars. Write a little write-up review for us and all of our supporters. You guys know, if you like the New Rich gear, um, if you like what we're doing, go support us on benewrichoneword.com. That's benewrich.com. Get all of your merch. We actually just um, launched a new item on there. Shout out to our engineer, JB. He is going to edit this, drop this, and make sure that it's all good to go. So thank you guys. I'm humbled. I'm grateful. I love you like always. Welcome to the New Rich Podcast.